0: With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. damn thing pretty unless you're talking about the bridge and seaport even from the seats in the upper decks you can see the seashore tailgate function with the cornea side just walk from the tribal building for the padres i'm on it yeah because for the 619 we'll knock you down anything for the brown put it on the town started back rocking the brown ever since we've been knocking them down baby says you want to go to the game taught her how to say padre gang What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 261 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. I'm your host, Ben Fadden. The San Diego Padres, obviously their season is over. Lost the Phillies in the NLCS. The World Series will start on Friday. Astros-Phillies, probably rooting for the Phillies in that one. I did want to start my series here at the end of the season with player reviews, my player review series. So just going through Pretty much every player on the team i might skip a couple or i might combine an episode and do a couple or three players within one episode Uh, but most players dedicate one episode to that player and talk about their 2022 season review it what they did good what they did bad uh maybe their contract status just talk about that player for that episode so today i'm going to start this series, this player review 2022 season review series uh, with you, Darvish. Now, you, Darvish, obviously entered the 2022 season for the Padres as the ace. I mean, you could say Joe Musgrove as well, and Blake Snell, he's a great two starter or a great three starter, wherever the Padres had him uh, at the beginning of the season. But Darvish was kind of like that guy. Again, you could argue Musgrove, but Garvish was that guy. Uh, he was the All Star in 2021. I know he didn't have a great end to 2021, right? He was dealing. I think it was either a hip injury or a back injury. But he had a really strong first half, and at least I was confident he was going to come through in 2022. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, he was tremendous this year. He was consistently tremendous. I mean, he kept the Padres in pretty much every game that he pitched where there's some clunkers in there yeah you go to the april 12th start against the giants where he went an inning and in two-thirds and he gave up nine earned runs right i think that was his worst start of his career the start before that his first start of the season he went six innings gave up no runs zra was at zero so you have one start with an uh, with no runs allowed, and then the very next start you give up nine in an inning and two thirds. Your ERA is gonna shoot up, right? There's just not a big sample size. So his ERA then was ten five seven, but ever since that bad start, I mean the ERA went down. It was again ten five seven after those two starts, and then it got all the way down to three ten by the end of the season. Now, I'd say that's pretty good. Um, and I think the ERA doesn't even really describe how valuable he was to the Padres. Usually when your ERA is below three, I think fans can, can be like, okay, well, that was a really good year by that starting pitcher. Now, a three ten ERA, that's still a good ERA. Uh, but if you look at the numbers and, like, the full season numbers, the war, the strikeouts, um, the innings, right, usually starting pitchers this day and age, it doesn't seem like they go 200 innings. Darvish almost got to that 200 number. He won 194 and two-third innings. Um, he started 30 games. He had a four-and-a-half war, according to baseball reference. His uh, his war might be higher for fan graphs. I didn't look that up. But there was a lot of positives, I think, this year for you, Darvish. He had 25 quality starts this season uh, at 36 years old. The Padres, according to, I think it was baseball trade rumors, they had an article out. I think it was during the postseason in October during that wild card series that the Padres might be interested in seeing if Darvish wants to do an extension. And I'd be up for that. I mean, if he's going to pitch like this, I know he's 36 and he's going to be 37 next year, but it doesn't look like he's slowing down. Now, he did make some comments near, the, I think it was the end of the season when the season was over about how, you know, I'm at this age now where I could Hang it up. I I could, uh, just go retire. I don't think he meant said retirement like word for word. I don't think he said that word, but he did mention that. Like he's at the age now where he could just go away. Um, so I don't know if he wants an extension, but I think he likes being here with the Padres. Obviously, the Padres going to the NLCS this year. Uh, that proves to Darvish that hey, they're in this to win it. You know, they get Darvish at the excuse me, they get Hater. Uh, before the trade deadline, they get Drury and Bell for this year. I know they're free agents now, but they went all in on this year. So they have a serious owner, obviously, Juan Soto. They have a serious GM and AJ Preller, serious ownership. Fans are showing up all the time. Like he's not going and playing for the Marlins or something. You know, no disrespect to the Marlins, but they don't bring in a bunch of fans, right? Skip Schumacher's probably not going to change that. Ah, uh, congratulations to him, former uh, bench coach of the Padres. He is now the Marlins manager. Uh, great, they they got a great one there. But the Padres, you know, they're they're probably going to break the record next year in attendance. I don't know how that's going to factor into Darvish's uh, thoughts or his decision to sign an extension or not. Again, I don't even know if they're going to have that conversation. Uh, but it was reported, I think, during this postseason. Uh, but yeah, I'd be open to it if that does happen. His whip this year, that's walks and hits per innings pitch, that was below one, which is where you want it. So that was good. Uh, he didn't hit very many batters. And again, he almost got to that 200 inning total. And then obviously when it mattered most, he performed. In the, uh, in the postseason, he showed up. I mean, start against the Mets in the wildcard series. I mean, when your butt's on the line, right? It wasn't game three like Musgrove, but it was game one. And you want to get off to that head start. Because remember, with that Mets series, if the Padres lost, or excuse me, if they, yeah, if they lost game one, they didn't, but if they lost game one, then they would have had uh, DeGrom, or or no, 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 they would have had Bassett pitch game two, and they wouldn't have had to pitch DeGrom game two. Um, They would have had him pitch game three. But the Padres won game one, which put pressure on the Mets to pitch DeGrom in game two. And then the Padres got to face Chris Bassett in Game 3. So that was huge for the Padres. For Darvish to deliver a really, really solid outing against the Mets there, uh, that was October 7th, 7 innings, 1 run, gave the Padres the series lead there, 1-0. DeGrom had to pitch Game 2, and then that meant Bassett pitched Game 3 against a better starter, Joe Musgrove, and we saw how that worked out. So that was huge. And then he kept the Padres in game two of the division series against the Dodgers. Five innings, three runs. Padres end up winning that game. Obviously, the bullpen came up huge. Offense came up huge. Crony came up huge. Uh, Manny had a couple RBIs in that game. NLCS game one. They didn't win that game, but he definitely kept the Padres in it. It was just unfortunate that Zach Wheeler was on the other side of things. And he pitched just a little bit better than you, Darvish, did. Right. That, that's the... That was the unfortunate thing. Uh, I mean, Darvish—he was great. He gave up two home runs. You know, one of them was a fly out to left. The Harper one—he just showed his power and it got out. Right, kind of like the Robert Suarez pitch. Like that was more of a home run. That wasn't a fly out. That was a home run. Um, But it wasn't a terrible pitch. Harper's just strong. He's a very talented player. He made one mistake. I thought Darvish did in that game against the Phillies, and that was the home run to Kyle Schwarber, which was absolutely demolished it went what 488 feet or that was the projected distance or something by major league baseball i think that was the longest home run ever hit at peco park smash that ball i mean you don't see guys hit a home run at least in games you don't see them hit it to the second deck in right field but that's exactly what happened uh so you got to kind of tip your cap to schwarber but yeah that was the one mistake darvish made But getting back to just his overall performance in the postseason, it was great. Kept the Padres in games, uh, game five, right? Do or die, six innings, two runs. Kept the Padres in that game, and he wasn't the one that blew it, right? The Padres had that 3-2 lead, uh, and then Suarez gave up, obviously, the single to Ramuto, the home run to Harper. Uh, That wasn't Darvish, right? And so John Smoltz, you know, he can criticize Darvish on the broadcast and say, oh, well, Darvish didn't have his fastball. You know, he's going to have to get his fastball back if he wants to stay in this game. No, not really. Uh, Darvish has had so many pitches. He has so many pitches. He didn't only need the fastball. He used his breaking pitches uh, and was carving up some Phillies batters in that game. And he provided the Padres with the length, right? Get six innings out of him and you go Suarez and Hayter. And that's what they tried to do. I know Hayter didn't pitch, but. It was going to plan, and then the Phillies took the lead, and there was no bottom of the ninth to pitch hater, you know. But Darvish did his job, pitched well in the postseason, pitched really well, really consistent in the regular season. Again, he had over 20 quality starts, 25 of them, stepped up when it mattered. Uh, A lot of positives from you, Darvish, this season. The negatives, I mean, he's increasing in age. That's not really a negative about his play on the field. Like, everyone's going to have some clunker starts. Maybe except one guy this year or every year who wins a Cy Young. Even then, they might have a clunky start, and they're just amazing the rest of the year. Or maybe their clunky start just isn't as bad as the rest of the starters in baseball, right? So throw that out. He was tremendous this year. You know, I'm not going to sit here and criticize and go through negatives about you, Darvish, because there just weren't that many... I don't even, I can't really think of a negative from you, Darvish, this season for the Padres. I mean, he stayed healthy. He was at the top of the rotation and he came through in the postseason. Uh, it, I thought it was a very, very good season from you, Darvish. So it's a quick episode, episode 261, Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. Feel free to give your thoughts in the comments on YouTube or at Talking Friars to me on social media about what you thought. Uh, about Yu Darvish's season. And that's kind of how these 2022 season reviews are going to go. Just talking about a player. This one, it was kind of, you know, Yu Darvish, I thought I was going to spend a little more time on him, but um, it was, you know, like 10 minutes. So maybe I'll combine players uh, in these next episodes just to make it a little longer, get through this, and then we can talk more about the offseason and stuff. Um, I might not do the player reviews every day maybe i'll do it today and then if there's a topic that comes up tomorrow then i'll do that topic about the off season or something and we'll get back to the player reviews uh but i appreciate you tuning in here this episode was brought to you by Gaglione bros famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries GaglioneBros.com is the website they're located on friars road and uh they're located inside Petco Park when the Padres resume play inside Petco Park in 2023. Also located inside Snapdragon Stadium for those San Diego State football games. They were there for the Wave. Wave got eliminated same day the Padres did, so it was not a great San Diego sports weekend. But uh, we're looking forward to their next seasons, right? So Ben Fan signing off here. You Darvish, proud of the year that he came through with. Uh, pretty much all positives from me. All right. I'll see you guys later. Thank you so much for tuning in. Go Pods.